Last Friday, I began with a shout out to Soupman2545 for leaving a review and helping me improve the show. And it felt good to begin the show with a thank you, so I'm going to begin doing that as a regular feature of Fridays. So today, I want to acknowledge the daily email readers and podcast listeners who responded to last week's challenge to identify the band associated with the titles of each daily email's subject line. The subject titles were Overture, Athena, Who Are You, which should have been the giveaway, Had Enough, and Miracle Cure. The band, of course, is The Who, and I'm a big Pete Townshend fan. Last May, I went and saw The Who live. Now, Pete's in his 70s and can't bring the physicality that was a hallmark of his earlier playing style, but his passion and perfectionism were both on full display last year. After the concert, I spent a night out on the trail where I could reflect, and I really thought about what what is it that drives a 70-plus, almost 80-year-old musician to come out and give his best and care about the quality of his performance when he really doesn't need to. And I thought, if I can capture that, then I can think about how I can stay young as well into my 70s and hopefully into my 80s. So I came around, I came away with six keys to staying passionate as I continued to mature. And I shared those six takeaways in a personal video to the audience members that were kind enough to write in. As a content creator, the greatest gift I can receive is to be acknowledged. So a big thank you to Erica Liburd, Chandler Pogue, Emily Parks, Courtney Thomas, Valerie Jones, and thank you for your kind email about the podcast. Maria Gerzerski, thank you for your kind words. Joe Waldrum, my fellow concert goer, and the first one to write in and answer the challenge correctly, maybe had some insider knowledge, Colin Buskey, our chief show sound editor. So to all of you, thank you for being engaged members of the community and for making my journey a bit brighter this week. Hello, colleagues, and welcome to the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Frederick Buskey. We are all on a leadership journey. Every day we have a chance to grow. Every day we have a chance to help others grow. My goal and the goal of this podcast is to help you grow into being a strategic leader. A leader who puts people before purpose, who solves problems instead of treating symptoms, and who understands the difference between progress and action. Through this podcast, my daily email and virtual programs, I'm working to build a network of inspired and inspiring school leaders. Let's get started on today's adventure and this unique opportunity to learn to live and lead better. Today's episode of Five for Friday recaps the strategic leadership emails for the week of May 22nd through 26th, 2023. Those of you that have been following us, following me for a while, know that my big Penine Way trip is getting very, very close at this point. We leave for England on the 8th, and Pam and I set foot on the Penine Way Trail on June 11th, which happens to be our 35th wedding anniversary. So we've got a big special 19-day party planned for ourselves. So it's thinking about 
what are the lessons that I think I might learn on the Penine Way? Whenever I go hiking, I usually learn something or more often am reminded of something. So I was just thinking about what are maybe five things that I think will pop up during this trip that will be really good reminders for me about leadership. So the first one, which I think is almost too obvious, is that a journey of a thousand miles or 268, which is the length of the Penine Way, a journey of that many miles begins with a single step. It's really easy in, in the trip that I'm planning, but also in any kind of change initiative or anytime we're working towards a goal, it's really easy to get focused on the end. And whenever we do that, I think we become vulnerable to lots of different kinds of mistakes. So it's really important to think about breaking everything down into those A to B steps. On that first day from Edale to Crowden, those 16 miles, can't be thinking about the end day, the last day in Kirkuthom. There are two problems when we focus on A to Z instead of A to B. One is that we make mistakes along the way. And instead of doing A to B, we do A to two or something else strange. So we need to focus on where we are in the moment. And the related piece of that then is making sure that we're enjoying and appreciating the moment. And if all I'm worried about for 268 miles is getting to the end, then why do the journey in the first place? So Monday was about that. Monday was about the idea that every journey begins with a single step and every journey is completed one step at a time. And I invited in the daily attention readers to think about Think back to the beginning of this year. Where did you begin the year? How far have you come? How much have you grown this year? Would you be, have been able to predict the kind of growth that you had? Did you make one big leap or did you take one step at a time? As we've prepped for this trip, Pam and I have been really, really focused on what the Brits call our kit the gear that we're bringing in our backpacks. And I've talked before about the need to, to travel light, which has its own corresponding leadership lessons. But I know no matter how much we practice, no matter how much pre we prepare, no matter how many times we go over our lists, no matter how much cool equipment we get, at some point during this trip, we are going to be carrying too much or too little or both. And by that, I mean, that there will be something we find we didn't need that we carried or and something that we did need but we left behind. And probably both of those things will happen. And the lesson there is that it is difficult to anticipate every need. We can't predict exactly how the journey will unfold, just like we couldn't predict how this school year would, would unfold. And so the key is not so much to be accurate, but to be flexible, to be resourceful, and to be optimistic. And honestly, I'm actually kind of looking forward to the time on the trail that we run into something we hadn't anticipated, that we don't have the right gear in our kit, 
and that we're going to have to be creative and we're going to have to work together to overcome some kind of the barrier. I don't know if I'll appreciate it quite as much in the moment, but again, a part of me is really looking forward to that. On Wednesday, I reflected on what matters most. Now, I've been thinking, I've been wanting to do this trip for over 35 years. And I have a lot of ideas about what this trip is going to be like. And as much as I'm looking forward to the sights and the scents and the sounds of the trail, I think in the end, this grand adventure really is going to be about meeting people, people who in some ways seem very much different from me, but are probably in many ways very much the same. One of the biggest surprises in my podcasting journey has been just this. It's been the people that I've met along the way. I started the podcast because I wanted to help improve life and leadership for assistant principals. I wanted you to have a show where people spoke to you. And so I was focused on the idea of content. But what's happened is I have just met so many incredible souls like Tequila Lamar in our episode two weeks ago. And like this Tuesday's guest that we had on, Will Parker, the host of the Principal Matters podcast. Will is just one more of those wonderful people that I've met along the way. And I think that in that sense, my Penine Way journey is going to very much mirror my professional leadership journey here. That in the end, it's not about the amazing vistas. It's not about the weather. It's not even about the pint of ale at the end of a long, hard day. It really is about the people. Now, I remember in my first year of graduate school, way back in 1985, and the new issue of National Geographic magazine had just come out, and I opened it up and out dropped this map of this place called the Penine Way. And I remember reading that very, very thorough, in-depth article and being absolutely fascinated and immediately falling in love. And I said to myself, someday I'm going to walk that trail. After decades, three and a half decades of living my professional life, of raising kids, of doing all the things that we do, finally, I'm getting to live out that dream. And so you can imagine over three and a half decades, how much I've been fantasizing about doing this trail. And as I mentioned yesterday, it may be really hard for the reality of the trail to meet the idyllic images that I've painted in my mind. And I think at some point I'm going to be reminded that the idealized outcome is never the real outcome. And wow, what if we could embrace that every time we think about making a change, doing something big, implementing a new program? What if we could remember that our idealized outcome or the promised outcome is never going to line up with the actual outcome? Although I do wonder if I'm able to embrace Wednesday's lesson that people are the purpose, maybe I have a chance. And finally, on Friday, the idea was that simplicity increases creativity. I think of all the lessons, this is the one that I'm really not sure about. I have no idea what will drive this lesson home, but I just have the feeling that 
somewhere along the way, Pam and I are going to have to improvise and be creative. And I think that's a good thing. In fact, I would challenge you with this. Look at your kitchen and look at all the gadgets and just for a minute, think about what would happen if everything in your kitchen went away and all you had was a knife, a fork, and a spoon. Could you get by? I think that's sometimes why I like hiking so much because it just forces me to get rid of all the gadgets, all the extra stuff, and just become more simple, but also more creative. As I conclude today's episode, I just think about how so much of what we experience preparing for and taking trips seems to mirror our leadership journeys. We can never be fully prepared. Things will not go as we had imagined them. We will need to be creative. And in the end, the real sights and sounds that matter are the voices and visages of the people we encounter on our way. Here's my wish for you this week. In the midst of the busyness of winding down the year, make time to appreciate the people around you. Next week, try to not look past people. Look at them, smile, say their names. Even if just for a few seconds, be present with both your time and your attention. Don't be so purpose-driven that you forget about the people because in the end, people are the purpose. That's it for this week's Five for Friday rendition of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Thank you for including me on your leadership journey. I look forward to seeing you again next Tuesday when we feature my interview with Luke Simmering. Luke and his partner have done some remarkable work around teacher retention using a simple but powerful teacher survey tool. I so enjoyed my conversation with Luke and we were able to identify a couple of powerful yet simple strategies for improving teacher retention. And if you're thinking these strategies might have something to do with building relationships, then you are starting to catch on. Anyway, tune in on Tuesday for a great episode. Please remember to subscribe and rate this podcast. Rating the show helps others find it. And if you want to be a super fan, consider leaving a review. Again, you'll be helping others find the show and you'll be making me smile and maybe you'll find yourself getting a shout out at the top of the episode. I'm Frederick Buskey, and thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Cheers. Cheers.